0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read today from Isaiah chapter 55. I'm going to read all the way through, starting at verse 1. Ho, everyone that thirsts, come to the waters. And he that has no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which doesn't satisfy? Hearken diligently unto me. And eat that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. The Lord's talking about the word. The Lord's talking about how the word is spiritual food. There's so many times where we can get focused on other things, but it's like that song says, I will move up higher. I'll set my sight only on you and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim. When we choose to take our focus and shift it to what the word of God says, that's that's the real food for our life. You know, you can, you can keep up appearances for a while and go to church and praise and worship comes and, you know, enter in. But if you're not feeding continually on the word of God, there's a, there's a dearth, there's, a, there's a, um, a lack that'll come in your life. And so God here is talking about coming, coming and, and you know, uses the terms of natural food, buying mil- wine and milk without money and without price. He says, come and why are you spending your money for that which is not really food, that which is not really bread? But listen to me. Hearken diligently, if you read the King James. Hearken diligently. Listen attentively. And what is that? Listen attentively and eat that which is good. what it, What is the food? It's the Word of God. And then listen. Once you eat it, let your soul delight itself in fatness. You know, there's something, we use the word meditating and people get this connotation because it's like an Eastern religion word, like, you know, sitting there humming with their legs folded. But to meditate means to think to think about, you know, there's a, to, to think deeply on, to ponder, to chew, to mutter, to roar. You, there's, a, there's a passage in scripture and it talked about how Jesus was on this hill or this mountain and it said, and they brought, they brought sick people to him, deaf, lame. A multitude of people. So now you can imagine, what does that look like? Imagine being one of the people who's got a family member who can't walk. You're not going out to the town square to bring this person to Jesus. You're climbing a, a mountain or a, or a large hill to get there. So here you are, you pick up this lame person who's never walked and you bring him up. And then the scripture says, and he set himself down uh, on this plateau, on this mountain. And it says, and people came, the multitude, and they brought sick people. And it said, and they cast them at his feet. Can you imagine this being Jesus? And you walk up to the top of this mountain, and here you have multitudes. Multitudes, not like 200 people. Like when Jesus fed the multitudes, it was 5,000 men plus women and children. So we're talking about a lot of people. And here you have 5, 10, 15, 20,000 people that follow you up. Many of them bringing with them blind people, deaf people, lame people. Uh, demon-possessed people, just bringing all sorts of infirmed. And so you get up to the top and there's a plateau up there and you sit down. And what do they do? They bring these people and they start laying them at, around Jesus. So can you imagine? There's like a 10, 15, 20 foot uh, barrier of, of people sitting on the ground who are deaf, who are blind, who can't walk. And what does it say? And Jesus healed them all. <laughs> could you imagine that can you imagine the first one where you know i don't know if he waited to there were a good 200 300 people around him if he sat there quietly or if he was talking and as he was talking they came it doesn't say but then at some point jesus stands up and he lays hands on the first deaf person and their ears instantly open and what do they do? They begin to glorify and magnify God, and then and then the place is charged with expectation. I don't know if you've ever been in a room where there's been like a miracle happen, and it's like all of a sudden the expectation goes to the roof. People are like, what's going to happen next? First person that's lame, Jesus pulls them up and says, "Walk." What am I doing? I'm I, you know I'm I'm meditating in the Word. I'm I'm listening. I'm letting myself delight itself in fatness, and that's the word of God. Verse three. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live. You know what the number one ingredient of healing is? Hearing. Hear and your soul your soul shall live. Hear, listen. You know what the number one ingredient of salvation is? Hearing. Listening. Listen. Incline your ear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, you shall call a nation that you don't know, and nations that know not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified thee. Verse six, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. You know, that's one of the reasons. Verse six, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. We're in a time now where you can come and repent. You know, there'll come a day where there's no more repenting. You know, there's things that you can't do in heaven anymore. You know, you can't, when you're in heaven, you can't win souls. You can't go tell your neighbor about Jesus. You can't give offerings. I mean, you'll cast your crown at his feet, but you can't give offerings. You you can't close your eyes and worship him. You'll open your eyes and worship him in heaven. There's things that you can only do now. But when an altar call is given, if you've got sin in your life, if there's something wrong, if you, if you. Reject that voice, you harden your heart to God, and He's the only one that can pull you out of sin. So seek Him while He may be found, call upon while He's near. Verse 7 Let the wicked forsake His way, and the unrighteous man His thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and He will have mercy upon Him and to God, for He will abundantly pardon. That's the God that we serve, abundant in mercy. Verse 8 For my thoughts are not Your thoughts, neither are Your ways My ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. People use that to, you know, excuse all sorts of things like, oh, you know, God's in control. And yes, I know those people died, but God's ways are higher than our ways. That's not, that's not what that's talking about. That's talking about God being one who abundantly pardons. That, that, that where mankind wouldn't forgive the things that God forgives. Verse 10, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, Listen to this. Can you picture that? The rain coming down. Maybe if you're in Florida, you can't picture snow from heaven, but the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. That's the purpose of the rain. The rain comes down. It doesn't return back. The rain comes down. And what does it do? It hits into the earth. The snow comes down, lands on the earth. And then what does it do? It waters the earth and, 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 and those seeds spring up. And those flowers blossom, and those plants grow. The purpose is to is that the the earth would bring forth fruit and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. God did all that for us. Verse eleven: So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Hallelujah! It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Man, hallelujah. It shall not return unto me void. The same way the, the, the rain falls and the snow falls, the word of God out of the mouth of God does not return void. It waters the earth. It, it produces fruit in your life. The word of God coming out of the mouth of God, settling into your heart when you eat it, when you listen to it and you delight yourself in it, it brings forth fruit. It doesn't return void. It accomplishes in that which I please and it prospers in the thing whereto I sent it. It prospers to what God sent it to. Verse 12, this is the result of the word of God. In your life, you're ready for this. People tried to do everything to be more happy. Just trying to be more. I'm just focused on being happy. The world, you don't don't get happy by focus on being happy. Just like I posted on my, my Instagram today. Someone asked me any tips on how to get out of your head. You don't get out of your head by trying to get out of your head. You get out of your head by doing an activity of your spirit. You abandon yourself in praise. You take two minutes and just pretend today's going to be the last day you'll ever have on this earth or 10 minutes. And I'm going to praise God like David did. I'm not getting to heaven saying I didn't dance and bend my knees and praise and shout and, and glorify God. And you just abandon yourself to, in praise or in worship. That's how you get out of your head. <laughs> For you shall go out with joy. When the word prospers in your life, this will be the result. You shall go out with joy and you shall be led forth with peace. You want more joy? You want more peace? Get more word. Eat the word. Feast on the word. Meditate on the word. Drink from the word. Let the word come down and water you and let it bring forth fruit. And you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. What does that mean? It means fruitfulness, areas where you were unfruitful, you'll now be fruitful. You know, the word of God has power to change anything. You may say, I'm weak in an area, but you get the word of God and you begin to build that word into your heart. You'll become strong in an area. You may say, I'm, you know, I have, the doctor calls it, oh, you have, uh, uh, you have mental issues. You have, you know, I need mental help. You know, you got the mind of Christ. You put the word of God in your heart. There's nothing wrong with your mind. You've got an anointed mind. Second Timothy. 1-7, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Right now, I take authority over every mental bondage, over every stronghold over the enemy, over your mind. Any any wrong mindset, I bind it now in the name of Jesus. I stop that that wicked force in its track that would try to hinder you, that would try to derail your life. That, That cloud of depression, I curse it now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Be free in Jesus name. That's the word right now, lifting the heavy burden. That's it right now. Lift your hands and begin to worship the Lord. That's the, that's the word right now, lifting the heavy burden. That's the word, setting the captives free. That's the word, restoring your joy. You don't have to carry that burden around anymore. That wasn't your burden to carry. That wasn't yours to bear. That's the Lord's. You got the mind of Christ. The Lord's. When you gave your life to God, you gave your whole life, your spirit, your soul, your body, your mind, your will, your emotions, the All of you became the Lord's and the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord will not let anything overtake you. The Lord keeps you from harm and evil. He protects you. He, he besets you in behind and before he lays his hand upon you. Today's the last day you'll ever deal with any mental stronghold or depression in the name of Jesus. Now just begin to thank him. Hey, hon, lift up your voice and sing to God. Lift up your voice and thank Him. Thank Him that He's your deliverer. Out of your mouth, thank Him that He's your God. Thank Him that He's good to you. Thank Him that He's good to you. Thank Him that He never gave up on you. Thank Him that He's got the power to set you free, that the power of light is greater than the power of darkness. <laughs> and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Just for 30 more seconds, just lift up your hands and begin to give Him thanks, a real praise out of the depths of your heart. Lord, we praise you today. Hey, Lord, we glorify you for you are good and your mercy endures forever hey lord you are good and your mercy endures forever i bless you jesus i praise you jesus hey i worship you jesus hey lord you are wonderful king of kings and lord of lords hallelujah hallelujah wonderful jesus Hey, you know, there's freedom when you serve the Lord. You don't have to live in bondage. You don't have to put up with nonsense from the devil. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 4, that he that is born of God overcomes the world. There's nothing that the devil can do to you that can keep you in bondage. You were born to break. You were born again to break free from the bondage of Satan, bondage in your mind, bondage in your body, sickness and disease, any sort of trap of sin any sort of band of wickedness. You weren't meant for bondage. You were meant for freedom. One more time, lift up your voice and just begin to thank him. If you didn't the first two times, now's your time. Praise pays a debt. You better praise the Lord this morning. You better thank him for what he's done. Hey, thank him for how good he's been to you, how he didn't leave you in your sin, how he set you free. Hey, we bless you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you that you delivered me from the snare of the fowler, from the trap of the trapper, Lord. You set me free. You delivered me from the power of darkness into the kingdom of your your dear son. Hey, I love you and honor you. Bless you, Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Hey, hallelujah. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. The Lord's got fruitfulness for you as you put his word in your heart. Even as you're doing right now, you're putting the word of God in your heart. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness. And it shall be to the Lord for a name and for the everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is eternal fruitfulness. You're producing fruit for eternity right now. All the things that you can do, putting the word of God in your heart to produce everlasting fruit. Hey, I see a room full of overcomers. I see a, a podcast full of listeners that are overcomers, that are victorious people. Hey, that win when everyone else is losing. In the name of Jesus. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.